Welcome, friends. You're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is the show where we read stories one portion at a time and spend a few moments appreciating the story behind the story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series. This is part one, scene four. When we last left Alice and Theodore, she was just leaving Wren for the mainland on her way to pick up Aunt Macy, the aunt who talks in all capital letters all the time and doesn't take no for an answer. In this episode, Allison gets more than she bargained for. She doesn't know it yet, but Allison is on her way to pick up more than one aunt. We'll spend about five minutes reading. Afterward, stick around to find out how a couple of specific details in this scene were determined by readers. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 1, Scene 4. Amelia Theodore pulled off her eyeglasses and squinted up at her sister. Macy. Are you sure Allison definitely said it was okay for both of us to move in with her? Near the bench where Amelia was sitting, a couple of seagulls had wandered close, waiting for a handout maybe. The gulls scattered when Macy paced toward them. Who in their right mind would turn down free caretakers? Macy wagged a finger in the air. Allison needs us. That poor little girl, all alone in the world. But no, not alone, not anymore, because now Allison has us. Amelia shifted her position on the bench. A white car ferry was docking now. The efficient ferry attendants lowered and secured the ramp, then motioned it was safe to unload vehicles. All those cars traveling to and from the nearby islands. But none of the cars were going to Wren Island because there was no ferry service to it. Were there even any cars on Wren? If our very own millionaire niece doesn't have room for two ants and four pieces of luggage, Macy huffed, I can't imagine what this world is coming to. We're not criminals on the lam, Melia. We're family. You need a place to live, and you need me to take care of you. Amelia squinted. It's not just me that needs a place to live, though, right? You need a place now, too, don't you, Macy? And our Allison has a house with plenty of room. What's the problem? I'll tell you what the problem is. There's no problem at all. Amelia flicked donut crumbs to the gulls that had clucked close again. Macy always gained steam during arguments. Eventually, you ended up wherever Macy had decided you were going, and you got there together, so that was something. Amelia lifted a corner of the cloth covering the birdcage next to her on the bench. Kitty and Matt look cold. Kitty and Matt are cold. You're cold. I'm cold. We all scream for ice cream. Perk up, Amelia. Amelia sighed. She eyed her sister's sporty sneakers, fitted yoga pants, and green smoothie drink. Macy and Shasta were the most shaped up of the sisters. Shasta would probably still be bungee jumping off bridges in Australia after the rest of the world was dead and gone. Amelia, though, had always been more like their sister Anne. Oh, how she missed Anne. As adults, they'd never lived close to each other, but they'd spent hours on the phone together. 
If only she could call Anne right now. If only Anne was here with her right now. Amelia adjusted the cloth over the birdcage. Macy hopped forward a few steps. There she is, I bet, in a bright yellow boat, just like she said. Amelia, here comes our Allison. Macy galloped off. Amelia finished her chocolate-glazed donut and flicked whatever might be left to the gulls. I hope I see a whale. She closed her eyes and listened to the activity around the dock. Next thing she knew, Macy was tugging on her arm. Amelia, listen carefully. Somehow, Allison didn't know we were coming. She knows I'm here, of course, but she doesn't know you're here, so you'll have to tell her yourself. Tell her you're coming along, too. What? It was so obviously a surprise. I can't imagine where the communique broke down. But I thought it was best not to unload everything on our Allison all at once, so I didn't tell her the details yet. And don't you go telling her the details, either. Off you go then, introduce yourself or reintroduce yourself or whatever you need to do so she knows you're here too. But whatever you do, Amelia, don't give Allison any details yet. There'll be time enough for that later. Oh, Macy. Amelia picked up the birdcage and walked toward the bright yellow cruiser. Aunt Amelia? Allison's beautiful smile lit up her whole face. Those perfectly straight teeth were thanks to Anne and the orthodontics she'd put teenage Allison through. The whiteness of those teeth, though, was a more recent improvement. Amelia melted into her niece's hug. I'm here too, Allison. Can you manage with both of us? We'll find another option if we're going to be too much of a bother. Amelia looked around. What other option? Sleep on that bench over there? The birds would get even more cold. You have a bird! Allison reached for the covered cage and stashed it in her boat. I'm glad you and Aunt Macy came for a visit. A visit? Is that what Macy had told Allison? Amelia squinted back at Macy, who was doing those up-and-down stretches she said were good for fighting off free radicals. Two birds, Allison was peeking under the cloth. Australian zebra finches, right? What are their names? Miss Kitty and Marshall Matt Dillon, like on Gunsmoke. That's an old television show you probably never saw. Macy got the birds for me. After my most recent outpatient procedure, Amelia almost added, but didn't, because Macy had specifically said Allison didn't need to know the details yet. You don't have cats, do you? Two dogs, but no cats. Your birdies will be safe and happy. Truly, her niece's smile was pristine. How did she keep it that way? Amelia closed her lips over her own crooked yellow smile. Macy had always said she should take better care of her teeth. And now it turned out Macy was right about that, too. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 1, Scene 4. Just what exactly is going on with Allison's aunts? What is Aunt Macy not telling us? What we do know is that Aunt Amelia is perfectly sweet. Imagine traveling with two pet birds. Readers voted to determine the names of Aunt Amelia's Australian zebra finches. I offered four options from popular television series, and Miss Kitty and Marshall Matt Dillon from Gunsmoke won by a narrow margin. What were the runner-up names? June and Ward from Leave it to Beaver. In the next episode, we'll see Allison's gorgeous property through Aunt Amelia's eyes, and will we find out why the ants have come to Wren? Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. 
To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be included in a bunch of fun stuff like invitations to influence what happens next. And you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. With interactive serialized fiction, there's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.